This is a HeadGum Podcast. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The next comment comes from Sexy Guns. They write, this podcast helped me through the end of my semester and OMG did it help on the long commutes to uni. Ooh, is this a Canadian? Are you Canadian? You're either Canadian or too lazy to write university. Either way, I'm into it. They say, especially when you're stuck in traffic and you know you're going to be late to your first class. New goal, I'm life, be a guest on the podcast one day because it will like amazing or whatever. Okay, here's a couple things. <laughs> this shouldn't turn into a roast, but I hope there's a grammar class in your university. Two, three, four. If you're looking for advice from a real girl who might not have the answers, but goddamn she'll try just a tip and you'll be on your way. With Megan Batoon on Fridays. Welcome to Just a Tip and Advice podcast hosted by me, Megan Batoon. Fun fact today, I have a friend here to help me help you. But not only just a friend, I've known this girl since she was nine yeah. years old. Nine. Marley Hightower. Yee. In the flesh. Hi. You are so old now. I'm growing. You're 19 now. Yep. 19. The easiest way to learn to know your age is to just think of how many years it's been since 2000. Yeah. You're the first 2000 child I've ever met. Right. Well, that you're no longer a child. Right. I'm, st- <laughs> I'm still kind of a child, but we're like in an in-between state. It's so crazy. I know. How do you feel? I feel all right. I'm growing <laughs> Like in, in many different aspects, and yeah. it's happening at a rapid pace, but it's fantastic. Well, and you like grew up with the internet. Yes. What's that like? It it's definitely has a big influence on me, but I try to, I mean, I've become very aware of its influence, but I try to kind of go more towards the art artistic realm. Yeah. Because you can also get caught up in things that don't matter at all <laughs> yeah well that's apparent like i in your dancing and in your aesthetic and everything that you uh, put online is, it is very like feeling and soul and art which is so refreshing but is do you think that's because like of you growing up on the internet that you were like i don't want to be that right right right. i think i think it, was, it had a little bit to do with that and then also i mean just my parents what they exposed me to when i was younger mm-hmm. um music wise and then also like I love movies and stuff like that so definitely I was influenced by kind of the things that my parents exposed me to but then also I found my own little footing in just what I've come across on the internet but right do you ever think that anything that you do is always recorded because I when you were when I met you when you were nine Uh. you were dancing and you're oh my gosh you were like three feet tall like you had a growth spurt (laughs) At what age? I would say like good 11. Yeah. Yeah. Like you were kind of short for... Yeah, I was a little one and then I got big. <laughs> you grew so fast. Like you're taller yeah. than me, I think. I am. What, and how I didn't tall are you? know that. I'm 
I'm like five five, five five. And yeah, I'm five four. Okay, that's wild. Yeah, I wonder. And you're still growing. I wonder how tall you're gonna be. I hope I stop. Really? Yeah, I'm like comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine now. Anatomy. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> um, but the recording. Yeah, like because w- when I saw you, I first met you after a dance performance. You were dancing for a crew called Studio One. Uh huh. Um, which I don't know where you are with that, so I'm not going to talk anymore about it. <laughs> no, 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 it's good, it's good. I don't, I don't, they're, they're living there, I don't, I don't, I, I'm doing my own thing. I, because I was dancing at like a cheerleading gym, and so I went to go see a show that was like more dance instead of cheerleading, uh-huh. and you were like this tiny little girl, like, huge hair Uh. killing it like front and center and I was like oh my god this girl is so good and cute at the same time I don't understand and I had like just started dancing I was like 18 and I just started taking like actual studio classes Mm. and so I think that's the reason why I went to the show because I wanted to see if I wanted to go to the studio and train Uh and so I met you afterwards and I don't know who introduced us but I was like wow you are the cutest most compelling thing I've ever seen on a stage (laughs) and then like you were already being recorded then. Like I remember mm-hmm. seeing that video online mm-hmm. and then I saw you take class like online. So has it always been just like the internet is going to watch me grow up? Um, I had never really thought about it like that. Okay. I think I, because it's just been the norm for so long that it's like, this is just what it is. I definitely growing up have, I've realized that I've gotten caught up in my like the perception, you know, from the outside world and wanting to portray myself in like the best light, mm-hmm. um, the, you know, wondering. It, and it's not even, I don't know if it's unhealthy. Uh, sometimes I feel like it is because <laughs> social, yes. how real is, is social media? Truly. Um, but I definitely do catch myself wanting to, you know, put out this like aesthetic and these certain posts, not out of a means like to be someone I'm not but just I want people to know I'm into this and this and this but um that's definitely something I've realized on the more negative side yeah you can get caught up in and how people perceive you for yeah sure. in are you homeschooled or did you go to public school I went to public school until about seventh grade but then oh. I just started missing so much that right I had to switch over <laughs> What's the difference of public school and homeschool in your, in your oh. I guess, like, do you like one more? Um, yeah. I mean, I love homeschool way better just because I realized I could think for myself um, at a young age. And I, and I noticed it more so when – because I was out of town for a really long time. So I was traveling a lot. So I wasn't really around anyone my age for a while. Then I came back home in Florida and I started hanging out with kids I used to go to school with, mm-hmm. going to like get togethers and parties. And I was just like, whoa, there's it, it just the disconnect became so huge. Um, and that was really just because I didn't have any like outside influences except for just what I let in. Whoa. Yeah. It, it, and I like it a lot better that way. But it was a really weird time for a while because I felt so alone mm-hmm. um, just like as a young person because I, I was I was too young to be hanging out with anyone like super old. But then I was also just kind of far beyond mentally in certain places right. with the kids my age. So. You couldn't like relate at all. Yeah, I could not relate. I, I had nothing to talk about because they were like talking about school stuff and, and drama that was that's at the time to me felt like nothing but was their world. Right. And so I was like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> I'm just going to watch movies at home. Yeah, right? 
Wow, that's yeah. so wild. I couldn't imagine not having dial-up. Do you know what that is? Dial-up? <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Do you know what a floppy disk is? <laughs> I mean, is it a, it's like a CD, right? Kinda, yeah. It's like a CD in like a, a square casing that was like before USBs. Okay. So like there was like a... It was so old. Oh my god! See, I do. I just all the time where it's like I when I have a kid, it's gonna be. I'm gonna sound so ancient because it's gonna be like you didn't know what it was like to like wait to get on the internet and like right. you couldn't be on the internet if you were on the phone. Right. You couldn't. Ooh. You you would. It was you were sharing Ooh. a telephone line. Oh. And so they're gonna be like, Mom, you're so old. It's like when your parents are like, we had to walk uphill right. both ways to school. Right, right, right. <laughs> right, like, right, right how right. is that even possible? Absolutely. Yeah, what yeah. hill is your school Where, on? Why is the school so far? All <laughs> every time. Yeah. Is the Grinch your professor? <laughs> Yo. But, um that's funny. Yeah, now I'm gonna be very I wonder what the thing of your generation is that right. when you tell your kids like we didn't have or maybe yours is like we had to drive our own cars because oh, self-driving dude, yeah. cars are probably going to yeah, be yeah, yeah, ubiquitous. That's be a thing. Oh my gosh! Yeah, right. I You're mean, the- I had we had flip phones. I feel like that's that's. Oh be- yeah, that's a pretty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you ever have a sidekick? I don't think so. No, oh, you don't think so? I don't know. Like the phone, not like a best friend. <laughs> <laughs> Sidekick. I don't really know if I've ever gotten close enough for someone to be a sidekick. (laughs) I'll consider you my sidekick. (laughs) No, um, I don't know. I I know I wanted. I thought I thought the Motorola's were always really cool. Oh, like the Razor. Yeah. One time I did. I was so trying the most. The most. I was trying the most. I wasn't doing the most. I was trying the most. She was trying. Remember in the seventh grade, I I took this photo. I was in like photography class in yearbook, and so I went in the bathroom for some reason. I was like, oh, this would be really funny. It was like my first pun I ever did, and so I went in the in the bathroom and I had a razor phone, and so I went in the bathroom and I went in the bathtub and I like put my put shaving cream on my leg and then use the razor phone top to like shave half of it, and I self timered my like point and shoot canon and then I went in Photoshop and added in like fake water so it looked like I was shaving in uh-huh. the water I didn't want to risk having my Absolutely razor not. phone in the water and I thought it was like the funniest picture in the world it was oh like my, my MySpace profile picture for months that's amazing you were always very proactive yeah for no reason <laughs> just trying the most why why did I have to do that I that's amazing like I went home and did that it Instead of like sense. hanging out with people, right? But it's I I, I feel like it's to, it was to your benefit. It's, yeah, yeah, it's, I definitely benefited from yeah. that. <laughs> well, I, why do I feel like I've seen that before? <laughs> Maybe on Facebook. You probably have seen it. I probably it have. It was a long time ago. Yeah, I was like nine, and you were like eighteen or nineteen. I was like, oh my god, she's so cool. Oh my, she's yeah, so cool, so cool. Oh, man. Well, this is not a podcast about how cool I am. (laughs) This is an advice podcast. You send in questions to us, and we do our best to help you through your sticky situations. We have a couple questions that need your help, Marley. Are you ready? I'm going to try my best. That's all that is necessary here. Absolutely. The first person who's writing is 18 years old, so maybe you can relate with that. Right. You've been 18. I have been before. I've been 18, too. Oh, really? Uh-huh. That's crazy. I met you when I was 18. This is cool. Right. You're you're kind of 18. Kind of. And I was 18 when I met you. What's the... Wow. Yeah. I'm not even going to find the string of relation. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just going to read this email. Okay. <laughs> 
I'm 18 years old and finishing up with my first year of college. I thought this time in my life was supposed to be fun, but right after I graduated from high school, my entire family moved across the country. Mm. I'm now away from my closest friends, attending school in a totally new place, and I still don't know my way around my new city. I have no social life, no friends to hang out with, and no hobbies I'm passionate about. Mm. Yeah, how do I make new friends when I'm too shy to even leave my house? From deeply dissatisfied. Oof. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, let's revisit you being homeschooled. Uh-huh. Because I feel like this person feels like they're being homeschooled because it, coming from public right. school and you're seeing a bunch of people right. and then getting homeschooled and, and not really seeing anyone sometimes probably not leaving the house. Right. You don't know really anything. The cool thing is you were homeschooled in the same city, though. So you yeah. knew Orlando. Yeah. A, a little bit. Um, honestly, I'm kind of... At this place where I'm, I'm, I'm chalking everything up to like the universe, kind of knowing what it's doing, mm-hmm. and uh, that the things that happen, everything's happening uh, for me rather than to me. Yeah. Um. And I don't know. I know that I really enjoyed being by myself. Obviously, there, it, there, it's lonely at times. Um. And, but I've really learned to enjoy my solitude for the main reason that it sends me back to myself. And I think that as a young person, having like a deep sense of self is important, especially because yeah. you're like, you're finding out who you are like every day. Yeah. And so um, just kind of being on my ones and, and, and finding out what it is I like. And, 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 and even if you feel like you don't have any hobbies, literally trying anything, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? You are in a new place and I feel like it kind of like a clean slate in a way yeah absolutely yeah which is so interesting to hear some like an 18 19 era right say all the things that you're saying like i didn't know that until tomorrow Bob. i'm still waiting <laughs> to learn that uh-huh. i'm still waiting to think that the universe has my back <laughs> right, 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 right. yeah it, life but, feels like it's laughing at you sometimes oh for sure yeah it's so funny that like we have no idea what we're doing but we're like the universe does like, right, right, right. no one does even the the universe is probably also like let's figure this out and right like they they will trust us yes but it is so interesting to to think the way that you said, like, things happening for you. Mm-hmm. That's super important. I think that's, like, a really great piece of advice. Yeah. Because if you can li- live that way, then you'll never feel victimized. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Just, I think that's super important. Yeah. It's also, like, there's a saying that's, like, life is 10% of what happens to you and 90% of how you react mm, to it. Absolutely. Which is my mom's favorite thing to say to hey. me. I'm like, uh. I get it. But it's hard right, right now. Right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But it's so true. It's how are you going to come back from everything that you're given? Right. I'm going to say one more quote just because I think it's really uh, helped me in the Uh past. It's like when you feel like you're getting pulled back so far, it's because the universe is getting you ready to Mm -hmm. shoot forward Mm -hmm. or something like that. Like slingshotting is like what someone has said before. Right, right, right. It's like you're getting pulled back to propel forward. So every time you feel like you're down, there's, you know, only really one way to go. Right velocity for sure it's up for sure yeah but i like the clean slate aspect of it i think Uh trying new hobbies is a really good idea that you said what's a way to like for someone to try hobbies that they if they don't think they like any hobbies like how do you try anything when you're too scared to 
to even go out. Like, I remember when I started working out, like, I didn't want to go to a gym because or classes because right. nobody knew me and like going to a Pilates studio for the first time it's like everyone already knows how to do this one thing right, that right, I have right, no right. idea and everyone hates me already right like they, before they you even know me, me already. you hate me right 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 <laughs> um that's how I walk through life right absolutely no I feel that um I don't I I mean I've always been like an admirer of things mm-hmm. and so like I mean she I I would hope she finds certain things interesting I mean right. we all do um, but in that case of like kind of feeling uncomfortable to just step out, I mean, what's even though this is so cliche, what is the worst that could happen? They hate you. you. Know? They right. hate me. Right. right, right is right. the worst. <laughs> I mean, if they already hate you. <laughs> That's true. You know, if then you, you go, already know. Right. <laughs> what's the, they hate you slightly more, but maybe like you're happy doing That's true. A, <laughs> a new activity. Yeah. I think it's a good idea of just like going for it yeah. because I think everything will start to fall into place if she goes and right. tries like painting one time or yeah. joins like a book club or I uh-huh. don't know whatever you whatever exactly yeah. what you like and there's you're gonna find other people that are as interested or more right. than you that you can relate with right and find new friends to hang out with yeah I should take that advice okay here's my question yeah if you had to find a new hobby that you don't already have uh-huh what would it be and you have to go to that class tonight um a class you have to go to a class of this new hobby that you've never gone to before interesting i mean can it be something i'm interested in i've just never gone to like a a specific class maybe maybe like a filmmaking (gasps) type of type of deal i think wow yeah i think that'd be fun that'd be really cool yeah. You do really well in that. Thanks. <laughs> I also was thinking, you know, they they do say to not speak with strangers online. That's, you know, huh? been a thing. Don't but speak with... Isn't that weird? That's very weird. Because that's we, like our whole thing. Yeah. We do it a lot. Um, but, I mean, if you... Something that I, I do, and sometimes my mom does, because I live in Florida. I'm like, nothing's here. I just need to be surrounded by more like creativity and culture (laughs) and then my mom's like there's stuff all around you just got to look it up Uh um and so you know she'll like find coffee shops and um little things like that I do think that you can kind of use social media to your advantage find people that like are hashtagging the things that you're into or, or, or are at places that you're interested in and kind of just get a get a get a little feel dip the toe in yeah I don't know that's so interesting like there's so many people that I see online that are really good friends because they both yeah. enjoy a person. Right. And so they'll, they'll see each other comment on their videos right. or whatever. And now, they're, now they travel the world to go find each other. Right. That's right. so cool. That's insane. And like when I was growing up, chat rooms were forbidden. Absolutely. Right. You, you cannot do that. You can't talk to someone you don't know. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. But now it's celebrated, which is so cool. Like yeah. I found my closest friends with regarding the internet associated or not like mm-hmm. everyone that I'm super close with is because of the internet yeah. in one way or another yeah it's first of all I love the internet I love the internet I think it's, it's great. the best for people that live in Florida I don't know if you've ever been to this place but I've been to it once uh-huh. called Austin's Coffee Shop that sounds in really Orlando familiar they have like stand-up night and Ooh. maybe they have music but for people in Florida that maybe, I don't know, I've only been there once. Right. <laughs> I'm giving free promo to a place I don't know if it's good or not. <laughs> like, I don't know. I remember it. I've just heard of it once. Oh, you heard of it? Yeah. Okay. I, well, I actually, I was there one time. Uh-huh. You know the, the meme that's going around right now, the 2009 versus 2019? Yes. First of all, 
did that happen last year? Like, I'm sure it did, but this year it feels like every single post is it. Yeah. So I trolled it and I did like a 2019, I'm like crying in my car I from like a couple days post. ago. I think it's fantastic. <laughs> I'm, it, I'm, oh my God, I was like brilliant. So good. Thank you. Oh, so good. Um, I loved, I thought I got a good kick out of it. But <laughs> a fun fact is the 2009 photo I posted is from the Austin's coffee shop place. Hey. Yeah. Connection. Look at that. All right. Austin's Coffee. So try that. What have you found in Orlando of places that you'd like to go for more creatives? Like maybe anyone that's listening that lives in maybe a state that doesn't have so much entertainment like New York or L.A. What have you found that you like as a creative person to go to? Hmm. Okay. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't really go out too much. Uh Um, There is one coffee shop I go to. It's called Stardust. And it's, it's, it's a nice little cute place yeah they have they kind of have open mics and stuff like that occasionally that's i think that's what people should do mm-hmm. find a coffee shop that you like to work in in the morning time if yeah. you like don't have a full-time job right and then go find their little bulletin board of what they do at mm, night and then yeah. just like go to a little music night right go to a comedian night <laughs> never right, right, have, right. <laughs> i've never looked at comedy before C- a go comedian to a comedian night, night <laughs> go to an open mic uh. and then just like compliment someone right right Right? when whoever you're sitting next to i like your journal i like your shirt yes laugh and look at them (laughs) not not that one (laughs) (laughs) if it's a comedy night (laughs) right we're all about the comedy yeah honestly i i used to be really afraid just to speak to anyone i was intimidated by everyone because i was like i no, literally everyone hates me and that's just (laughs) what's happening um but lately, I've just been realizing, like, the importance of, like, human connectivity. And if you yeah. go into anything with the idea that everyone just wants to feel, like, loved and accepted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and also everyone's more so worried about themselves than anything that you're doing. hundred percent. Oh, it makes everything so much easier. People are going through so many different things at one time. Right. Like, there's, like, two things that I think about all the time. Is like, one, if I'm walking through a coffee shop or a mall or anything with uh. a bunch of people, I think, like, everyone has their own movie that's playing. And yes. everyone's their own lead. Yeah. And, like, sometimes I'm, like, right now in the Marley movie, I am, like, a, a guest appearance. Yeah. Right? Like, you're only going to see me a couple times. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> You won't see me for another five years. <laughs> but, like... The people that you you pass on the way here, they were just extras. But they have their own movie yeah. going on where you're an extra. Yes. Isn't that so crazy? I think about that all the time. Do you really? All the time. No. Yeah. Especially, really? Yeah. Especially at like, you know, places with an abundance of people. Yeah. You've got the airport, stuff like that. Oh, my God. When someone's like having a breakdown on the side of like a New York street, I'm like, this is their climax. Oh and I'm God. just like, where's the closest Zara? Like, <laughs> I, I have... I'm on my way to do something, and right, right now right, right, I'm right. just like, I'm bystander number three. Right, going, right, right, oh. right, right. Like, that was my role in their movie. Yeah. And the other thing I think about all the time is imagine going to a cafe or wherever, and you're looking at two people that are sitting kind of close, but at two separate tables. Uh-huh. Maybe they're like back to back or something. Uh-huh. And it's like some other person would do anything in the world to be in that seat right there, uh-huh. but you don't. you have no idea. You know, whoa! Like the person I'm in love with, right? Right? No, is no, no. Probably like in uh, in line, and they don't have his favorite scone. And right, the person behind right. him is like, 
God, Dude. come on, man. Like, yeah. no one likes scones. Not a care. And then I'm like, I would do anything to, to be listening to what type of scone that you want. Absolutely. Oh, my God. I've never thought about that. It's, I love it. Oh, it's going to like, it's, oh, man. It's so cerebral. I love doing that. Like, whoever you're listening to this, if you're on the subway or if you're in your car, just look to the side of you and, like, know that you're just an extra. <laughs> <laughs> you are just a bystander. You're just an you're, extra you in this matter. person's movie. Right. And someone else would love to be the the car next to you, looking wow. at you. Someone is in love with you that much oh, and wants to be around with you that much. Absolutely. Doesn't that give like perspective of how much and how little everything means at the same? Oh yeah. Time? Every, I'm always I'm always saying this. I'm like everything means everything, and then I'm all, I'm like everything means nothing at all. <laughs> She's just in her room rocking. Everything means everything. Everything means nothing. Your mom is like. Honey, dinner's ready. <laughs> no, yeah. Oh my gosh, no. Because it's weird to have like such polar opposite views. Yeah. But I mean, it helps put things into perspective. But then also I'm like, I care about everything so much. Me too. Or it's like, I don't care at all. <gasps> That's good. I wonder what not caring would be like. It <laughs> <laughs> doesn't work out sometimes. <laughs> I don't know if I don't care about any like everything yeah. I care about. Yeah. Too much. Mm. What do I not care about, I wonder? Mm. Mm. Like cars? Unless okay. my car's not working and I care a lot. Right, That's that matters. <laughs> I guess it matters when it matters to us, which uh. makes sense. Right. I'm a human. <laughs> <laughs> okay, did we help? I think so. <laughs> Our advice is get out and do something that you think you like and uh -huh. meet people that think they like it too. Hey. <gasps> really good work, guys. Uh -huh. Okay, second question. This person's 21. 21. Where do you want to be when you're 21? That's only two years, right? 19, 20, 21. Oh, my God, it is. Okay. That'll be easy. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I, I, I want to be uh, hopefully living on my own uh -huh. for sure. Um, I'm interested in a lot of art forms. Um, I just want to be approaching all of them in a way that they connect in a certain way. Um, so obviously, like, I dance. That's the main thing I do. I teach and stuff like that. Um, so I want to travel with that a lot more. But I want to get to a place where I'm able to kind of use my artistry and my voice to really say something. Um, I think that's important just as a young person as well. Like, there's a level of transparency that a lot of people lack, especially on social media, just because, you know, we want to put up this this image. Mm -hmm. um, so I think by 21, I kind of just want to be on my way to, to helping people via the art that I create and creating a name for myself in that aspect. I love it. Thanks. Do you have... I know when I was younger, I was like, by the time I'm 25, I'm going to be married. Right. By the time I'm 30, I'm going to have a house and two kids. Right. Like, do you have those kind of traditional milestones or is it, because now as I get older, I'm uh -huh. like, numbers don't matter. Right. Like, everything is how you want to do it when you want to do it when you right. feel ready. Like, there's yeah. no timeline any longer. Right. And I don't know if your generation thinks the way mine used to yeah, or if yeah. you're kind of if we're all in this collective mentality of like life happens when we want uh -huh, it to uh -huh. I think I'm I'm more in that in that area I when I was younger everyone was just old to me <laughs> like 18 you're like at least 30 dude I know in my, in my eyes so when I was younger I was like 18 I'm moving out I'm, I'm really stepping out um I'm 19 now and I'm like oh I don't know anything still that's okay 
Um, oh, that's really cool. A lot of 19-year-olds are like, I know everything. Oh, like absolutely Like 13-year-olds ever been to a bat mitzvah? <laughs> no, Yo, I've never you been. You haven't? No. When I was your age, oh God, I hate that sentence. <laughs> when, when I was your age. When I was your age. When, truly, when okay. I was 19, I was working bar and bat mitzvahs mm-hmm. in like these 13-year-old kids think they're so much cooler than you uh, and they make you feel bad yeah and i don't like it like if i have to walk anywhere near a high school uh, i won't uh, uh, i'll go somewhere else no i get uncomfortable around groups of teens <laughs> and i'm a teen no i get so uncomfortable. not for much longer hey hey uh, you know what honestly i was kind of in that boat for a little bit i would say like 12 13 14 i was a lot more cynical and mm-hmm. i just I hated everything, and I thought I was so cool. Um, I don't know what shifted in me, but I realized that I, one, didn't know anything. And I think back then, even though you're, you think you're the coolest thing, I think all young people still are really insecure, and that yeah. that's kind of a big reason why they put on, like, this front. But I realized back then I was, like, even though I was – I would write in my journal, you know, about where I was at mentally and stuff like that. Of and, course. And so I would literally say in my journal, like – Everything I'm writing right now is stupid. And when I'm older, <laughs> That's so I'm so self-aware. Everything I'm writing right now is dumb and and when I'm older I'm going to realize it, but it's like I was just <laughs> doing that so the older me would realize I was like self-aware. Whoa. But it was like what that is so meta. Right. But like what was that going to do for me then, you know? <laughs> like <laughs> just cuz you think you're stupid now, you're stu- it's not going to change your predicament. But um yeah, I think I was I was kind of too cool for school for a bit. But I That's think it, it it didn't carry on for too much longer because I also realized like a sis was not happy, <laughs> so it, it wasn't doing a, a, us any favors. Yeah, but I feel that I feel the too cool for school. Teens make me so anxious. Yeah, I don't even. I don't think I've ever thought I was cool. Like I, I was always <laughs> trying so hard. You're, I think oh. I think maybe now I'm happy with the way like I dress. Right, because I'm like. <laughs> It looks like I don't care, but like kind of. I not. like it. I think it's great. <laughs> it's so boring, but it's like to the fact that it's like there's nothing here. <laughs> there's nothing to see here. <laughs> there's nothing for you to judge. Go exactly. <laughs> it's like she's wearing the same thing every day in different colors. <laughs> I get it, but I never like. I always felt like I was like trying. I mean, I still am trying way too hard. I'm trying to <laughs> look like I don't care <laughs> right now. Yes. <laughs> But yeah, I never felt cool. Right, right, right. Is what I'm saying. Uh huh. Let's talk about other people. Okay. I'm 21 and I've been dancing on and off since I was 12 years old. Mm. I've always had a love hate relationship with it because although I love performing, I'm also an introvert and prone to anxiety. Same. My biggest challenge is freestyling because I end up panicking and oh. can't finish a routine. Do you have any tips on how to become a more confident performer? Mm. From frustrated. Freestyler. Frustrated freestyler. This is an interesting cue. This is. Because do you consider yourself an introvert? Hmm. I, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I've gotten to a place where, like, I mean, I started doing the whole dance thing when I was really young. Mm-hmm. So I know how to be, what's the, diplomatic. Okay. Um, But, yeah, I've, I've always considered myself more introverted. Um, I don't really like you know, stepping out. I've learned how to do it and and how to do it properly. Right. But in terms of dancing, like at least for me, it was always an escape or Mm -hmm. a way to kind of just become someone else. But 
for freestyling, that's something that's always made me uh, really nervous and something I'm yeah. exploring now. Right. And I see I see your posts all the time. and I'm like, this is amazing because I can't do it. <laughs> like, I'm the first person to be like, if I'm on a job that mm. wants me to dance, I'll like say like, I can't. I'll wear really? shoes specifically where I can't dance because really? I I like planning things so much mm-hmm. to where it's like if this is my art and this is like exactly how you want me to be portrayed, I'm going to yeah. need to curate exactly what I'm doing. So like I'm I like I do freestyle on jobs, but like right. I don't like it. I would uh-huh. much rather be like can I perform a piece that I've yeah. created for you. Yeah. And usually it works, but I just I truly don't like freestyling. Uh-huh. Um, just, I put so much pressure on myself. I don't know if you did that and, and mm-hmm. now you're like exploring that or mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because it definitely seems like you're finding your mm-hmm. movement. And it sounds it seems like you've already found it. Yeah. And now you're just kind of doing it more online from what I can see. Yeah, for sure. It's it's definitely something I've been exploring more so this this past year, but um she said she's been like in and out of dancing, right? Yeah, I think she's said yeah she was on and off and love hate so it's love hate both Got of it, it is very um like fluid but I mean I relate to that too like I had to stop doing world of dance performances because I was legit like freaking out backstage really? I remember one time I I was doing a piece for June Kamado and I, uh-huh. it was like June was there I think I told this story maybe once so I like breeze over it but it was like June Kamado and it was Ian and Brian next uh-huh. to me and I was center for like one bit Come and like on. those are my three teachers that like right. I grew up watching and Absolutely. I was so scared and yeah. I remember asking for a hug and getting a hug and I like not letting go and then the person I was hugging was like I gotta warm up so yeah. can this hug be over and I was like <laughs> I-, I can't like I need this and they're like you're making me nervous now oh, so, like my anxiety right. was not only too much for me it was Ew. too much for someone <laughs> else to try and deal with yeah and so I had so much performance anxiety I went to the doctor like they prescribed medication for it and like that's why I stopped performing live wow yeah it wasn't because like I hated it it wasn't because I had a falling out it was literally I couldn't handle it emotionally Uh wow so I get that absolutely so I don't know if I have the best advice for that (laughs) no I I at least with the love hate scenario I didn't care for dancing for a really, really long time. Okay. And um, honestly, like the, my parents kind of just kept the wheels moving. You know, we would we would do things occasionally, but I was just very uninspired, at least. Yeah. Um. Also, I definitely got caught up in my own uh, own thing. Like, what what am I doing? I, I, like, I wasn't a big fan of a lot of the things that I was doing as a young person because I knew I had a lot to grow in. Yet I was putting myself out there like. Mm. I did. I was about this life, but um, I just I was not. Every every performance I'd watch, I'd be like, "Oh my god, I, I, this is horrible." Really? Uh, yeah, yeah. And it, it was. I felt that way from about like once I kind of started stepping out as my own choreographer. Like my first performance was World of Dance, and I was eleven. Right. And it, like I choreographed it. I remember I was like I had like several breakdowns beforehand just making it up and everything because like again I was 11 and I was you know headlining with like my top inspirations at the time and I was like I'm not worthy I don't this is insane and I was I I really had a tough time with doing that and I from 11 to like about honestly like 16 17 even even stuff I did in 2017 I'm not a big fan of um and I just think that has a lot to do with like the training that I've I've for sure had over time. But 
I, I, I was really uninspired by the people. I was uninspired by what it was that I was doing. And I also just didn't think I had really much of a purpose within it. Um, mm-hmm. And it o- only recently was I did I realize I was looking in the wrong places. Yeah. Um, I started finding a lot of European dancers and dancers that were – it wasn't like a front and it also wasn't super Hollywood, if that makes any sense. Like people were just kind of dancing because it felt good and yeah. it was cool and it was, a, it was a little vibe. And it also – they had more like artistic influences outside of just dancing. And so I really heavily related to that as well. Um, and so that's kind of how stuff rekindled for me. But for a while, like I would get really, really – really anxious and I and I, there was a lot of self-doubt tied to everything that I did um but now it's just kind of like at least the only good thing about that was that even though I was not into it when I went on stage I realized that it was my moment to be somebody else mm-hmm. it was honestly like a mindset or like a shift in me just try to be undeniable even if you hate what it is that you're doing like there's a level of it like feels freeing once you're up there and you can just be like whatever I'm just gonna put like I'm just gonna be somebody else I'm just yeah. you can honestly act and even though this is so cliche like fake it till you make it is a real oh god such that's a real how thing. I live my life I'm faking it always <laughs> All the time. Yeah, I'm Um, faking it without even the prospect of making it. I'm just (laughs) just, going. Just faking it, (laughs) trying my best. Um, But no, I I think like if this is like a serious passion Mm -hmm. of hers, I think one, it's really just about surrounding yourself with people who truly inspire you in that respect. Because also when you're around a bunch of people who are like, I'm super dope and that's just what this is. I don't know. There's feels like a disconnect. Yeah. Um, But I don't know. I feel like it just depends on how passionate she really is about it. Because I know a lot of people who uh, have a tough time like getting out of their shell and it also like has to do with a lot of things that are going on within their life as well mm-hmm. um, but if there's any way that she can like go to classes and 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 put herself in situations where it's it, I mean even if it's like baby steps right but find a crew you know find find a group of people that kind of make you feel safe like it's all right. like a safe space would probably be like a good good little thing totally that would be really helpful to get back into performing because if she is on and off yeah perf- doing a solo is probably uh, the worst thing you could ever do to yourself oh my god like it's horrible. before you're ready right my first solo i didn't tell anyone i was gonna do it because i was so nervous that they would watch <laughs> <laughs> so i was like don't watch me i was hosting and like i had this whole thing like when i started doing performances in the beginning i was like it has to be a full show it has uh, to be funny it has to be dance it has mm. to be something that nobody else is doing mm. and so it's so much pressure on myself and like i was the like a resident host of yeah. the company and so i would be on stage and then the whole gag was to be like come out and start talking and then all of a sudden start Boom. dancing and so like i had i i was so nervous i would sh- like lose my balance all the time and dance out of my shoes and like I like you said that you hate all your performances I can't even watch mine Uh uh-huh oh yeah yeah yeah. same one video that's on the internet I won't make it more than 10 10 seconds Uh in right when I start dancing because I remember being on stage and being like I don't know the choreography and I know I'm not doing it full out and I'm falling over the place and like I'm not going to tell you the video right but there's one specific video on the internet that Uh if anyone showed it to me I would probably walk out of the room oh, and it's i feel that so 
like it will last for my whole life. Yeah. And so I if you're getting back into performing, don't do solo. I would say, yeah, find a crew yeah. would be really a good idea. Uh-huh. And then, yeah, like, look in the right places. Like, when I get really uninspired, I go back to what made me want to start. Like, yeah. all of this I'm doing. Sometimes even, like, making YouTube videos, I'm like, oh, what am I doing this for? And then, right. like, I go back and I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is so funny. Yeah. Or, oh, my gosh, this is so cool to see someone go through this. And uh, especially with dance videos, too. It's like I put so much pressure on myself to mm-hmm. to be what I want. Mm-hmm. to make or mm-hmm. to make what I want to make that it starts to dis- not disintegrate it starts to degrade what could have been mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, if yeah, I didn't yeah. second guess myself right, so right, much right. but I guess one parting tip for this girl as a confident performer uh-huh. is yours fake it till you make it fake it till you make it that's so good absolutely I, I think mine would be Try to have as much fun as you can because it's only going to mm. last for like two minutes. Absolutely. And so just go for it. If you're not having fun, no one yeah. who is watching you is going to have fun. Yeah. And they're going to be like, this is weird. Let's this get, is... let's go to the bathroom now. Right. You don't want to be the person's bathroom break performance. <laughs> That's bad. Hey. Um. You know what? I, I said this a little bit earlier in the podcast, but something just to keep in mind is obviously, you know, like you said, like this is – your movie, right? So it, sometimes it's hard to uh, look at things objectively, but like everyone is really actually just worried about themselves more than you. Mm-hmm. Even if they're watching you and let's say you just did horrible. It was like the worst thing ever. They probably would just like go on their phone or something and, <laughs> yeah. and like wouldn't talk about it the next day. Like it would, it, it's probably not as big of a deal as you'd think. Right. Um, but it means the world to you. Totally. Um, but everyone's caught up in their own thing that really it's, it's not, it's really not that big of a deal. It really isn't, which is the hardest thing to hear when it is the biggest yeah, yeah, deal. Yeah, 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 absolutely. But yeah, fake it till you make it and yeah. have fun while you're doing it. Hey. I like that. We are going to take a quick break while Marley gives us an extra piece of advice you can find on meganbatoon.com slash podcast, and we'll be right back. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana. Where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And we're back. Before we get into our tip jar section, tell us what's going on in your world. So I think the number one thing I'm doing right now is I've gotten 
heavily into choreographing for crews. So like on multiple bodies. Yeah. Um, I, last year is when I did my first mega crew performance. So we've been doing competitions and stuff like that. That's um, so sick. For people that aren't dancers, mega crew is how many people? Um, I would say the first performance we did, it was a good like 25. That's so yeah. cool. It's That's a my lot. dream. It's crazy. Um, I, at first, again, like because it was my first time, I would have never thought I would be um, like choreographing for crews at all. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, "Are you, like, is everyone sure? Like, it's like a <laughs> lot of people are listening to me right totally. now. Totally. Um, and and I, I I doubted myself for a really long time. I was just like, everyone is coming all of the time for all of the rehearsals, right. and they're listening all the time. I and, love it. Um, but it was it was it's really fun. I'm finding my footing like as a leader, and which is really crazy because we're all kind of you know close in age. Some are older as well, but right. Um. It, it's fun, and I just try to be, like, really transparent and let people know I'm trying to figure it out as well. Um, and I just think that that's more inspiring um, because it's more attainable. Everything is is honestly attainable. Um, but So I've been doing that, and uh, my dad, me, we own a dance studio in mm-hmm. Orlando, which is called Motive Dance. Um, and so through that, uh, the crew, Motive Crew, has developed, and so... I've just been doing that a lot. It's been really fun to kind of just work out ideas, um, find my way with uh, visuals and, 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 and formations and stuff like that. Like that's all, all been really fun. It feels like play a lot of the times, but it's also um, it's also stressful sometimes just due to the fact that, again, it all feels very new. Right. Um, and, you know, trusting yourself is, is a big thing that I'm learning at the moment. Yeah, same. Yeah. That's, I mean... The whole, even when I do dance videos, it's like it's not twenty five people. I wish it were. That'd be very cool. Hey. I don't know twenty five people. Uh, <laughs> if I, I don't put know everyone I knew in a room, it would be like ten. <laughs> My wedding <laughs> is just going to be like a big brunch. <laughs> like brunch. people are not going to think there's together. anything to see. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, sometimes I don't know, especially like blocking. Like I'm, yeah. I'm so trash at blocking. So um, I have like one of my really good friends who I love mm. to dance with her. I'm always like, I need your help, and uh-huh. like she'll help block it out because she has experience being on a big crew. Uh-huh. And so I'm like, I just I don't think like that right like I can make the choreography and I know it looks good but I could never you know like make a whole team right awesome right it's very difficult so like when you started to do that have you found anything that's made it easier in order to lead when you're not really sure of something Uh uh-huh yeah uh just like pertaining to the formations I've always realized like formations are not my strong suit um I I have I have uh, an assistant choreographer who helps a lot with that. Um, I would say like I'm very right brain, so mm. everything's very like scattered, and I know what I want like visually, and like I'm on the more artistic side, and then he's more like, all right, this is how this is. It's more methodical and stuff like that. But with kind of being unsure about a lot of what I'm doing, I I've honestly. Again, I fake it till I make it. Even in rehearsal, I won't even know what I'm about to say. And I'm like, all right, so this is what we're just going to do. Oh, sick. And then I'll just say it and then it'll happen. Um, Or I'll make up a lot of stuff that we do on the spot. And I feel like that's my best bet because it's more organic and it's not a lot of time to overthink it. Because I can sometimes be like, this has to be amazing. That's me. Right. It has to be the best thing I've ever done. Yeah. Um, But sometimes I I realize when you just kind of go with – whatever happens even if it's like there's like semi-doubt with it 
Also, you just have to be surrounded by people who trust in you. But mm-hmm. I've definitely been in scenarios where people are like looking at me with some side eyes and I just have to keep going. Dude, I know. Sometimes and sometimes I feel like I make their eyes side eyes. Right, and right, they're right. just like looking at me. Right. I'm like, why are you looking at me with that tone of voice? <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I, I like I remember re- rehearsing for a video and I didn't know what I wanted to do. Uh-huh. And like I let it show and I'm like, mm. I don't really have a thing for this part and we'll figure it out later. And right, I kind of right. like brush it over. Uh-huh. But I feel like if I were on the other side l- listening to someone like that, I'm like, you're wasting my time. And uh-huh. that's what I'm nervous at their thinking. Yeah. And it's like, I know in the end it'll be really good because right. I wouldn't put it out if I didn't believe in it. Right. But like the messy process of getting there, uh-huh. I'm like, you just got to like stick with me for a second. Right. Like, right, let's right. try a couple things. They might all be trash, uh-huh. but we're going to find a good one. But yeah. I, as someone that like needs to learn what you've already learned of just kind of like going for it, like I definitely show my cards all the time. Got it. Got it. Got it. I'm even okay with like being honest about that because I will go in and I'll be like yo I have no idea what we're gonna do Mm -hmm. and I think at this point the people that I work with are used to it so they're like all right tight as long as we do something (laughs) (laughs) you know (laughs) so I'll be like yo I don't know what we're gonna do but it's gonna be fine I have ideas um and and then I'll just kind of go I'll even put on music and just make them follow me and they're they're all confused and I'm like I am too and but I, I don't know. Things just tend to fall into place. I think it's also like you just – I always know at least I have like a, an outline of what I want visually, even when you hear a song. Like you know vibe-wise yeah. what you want right. ultimately. So, um, yeah, I just – I try not to think too too much. Again, everyone's in their own world. As long as you're just like honest and transparent and you're you're going into whatever it is that you're doing with like – uh, a want to just be authentic and try to do your best. Mm-hmm. I mean, no one can really get mad at it. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you're just, you're really just falling, falling apart. <laughs> oh, jeez. <But> I- <laughs> in which case, you should go home, maybe. Yeah, just go home. <laughs> just go home. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Ready for tip jar section. Yeah. People send in one or two word suggestions to my Twitter with the hashtag... Hashtag just a tip jar. And we have a pile that we're going to get through, not as fast as possible, but just one tip of advice, either mm-hmm. advice or like a something that you've learned or an insider's bit mm-hmm. on any of these things. Okay. Okay. Here we go. I'm ready. <laughs> the first one is Los Angeles. Do you have a tip on either traveling to or living in or anything about L.A.? Oh, this is oh, this is a fun one. I ask everyone who lives here if they like it here. Really? Yeah, because I'm because I'm kind of undecided. Did you ask me this question or? I don't think I've asked yet. Oh well, if you want to, I'm here. Do well. How do you feel about living in LA? I love it. Really? Yes. Okay, that's good. Okay. Um, at, uh, <laughs> moving on. Okay, great. <laughs> um, no, I think uh, LA has a lot of opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, I've realized in the dance community, at least what I like, um, I do feel like it's very oversaturated here with people just doing a lot of the same things. Mm-hmm. And so because everything is moving at a very like rapid pace, I, I'm, I'm like, how is anyone like inspired? It's just all happening so fast. Yeah. Um, it's not overwhelming. It's just... I like the way I like the pace and I like the opportunities uh, that arise from it. And I think it's a lot more creative. There's just a lot, a, a lot more to do here. Um, 
but I'm I, I always everyone asks me if I should move here and I'm 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 undecided. Ooh. I'm, I don't know how I feel about LA fully. I like a lot of the certain creative scenes, but I would say personally, the dance world, I'm not a big fan of. Sure. Actually. But and you love living in Florida. No. Okay. <laughs> okay. Not a big fan of Florida either. So we're just kind of roaming around. Sure, sure. Endlessly, and that's okay. And that's my thing. What was the advice I was supposed to give? No, your advice, well, the, your tip on Los Angeles, from what I got, uh-huh. is that it's oversaturated in the dance industry. I feel that way. <laughs> I stand by it. Uh-huh. I would um, just say, I would say it, it's very easy to get, like, to get influenced out here, um, mm. it, especially if you don't have, like, a, a purpose or a main drive. Mm-hmm. I would just say, try to um, kind of know yourself before... Stepping into this world. Yeah. I was talking to somebody the other day, and I was saying, like, I feel like L.A. is the place you go to find yourself. Ah. But then the other person was like, or the place that, like, you lose yourself. Right. And I was like, oh, right. yeah. It's just I found myself here, but other people get lost yeah. in how yeah. influential it is, mm-hmm. which I, I'm sure I went through that before I got to this point for sure. Yeah. My tip for L.A. is have a car mm. and have make money on the side, like have your normal job, but put put whatever, 30% aside for taxes, mm-hmm. some over for yourself, and like a lot for parking tickets Oof. in the beginning. Because uh-huh. you're going to get so many. <laughs> like when I was <laughs> lived uh, in an apartment that only had like two tandem spots, where we had three roommates. Mm-hmm. And so I was, for some reason, the one that had to park on the street. <laughs> and I could never remember when street cleaning was. It's always at 7 a.m. on the side of the street that you thought you didn't park on. Mm. And... I got, like, one time I got three tickets in three days. Wow. And I was like, I'm just not going to live anymore. (laughs) So, and it was like, I didn't have, like, that disposable income for that. And so I started saving four parking tickets alone. And then I was like, and then it never phased me. And so when people were like, I got a parking ticket. And I was like, well, don't you have, like, a little, like, fund for it? (laughs) And they're like, no. A ticket fund. (laughs) So, yeah, my tips are have some money for tickets because you're going to get them if you have a car. Mm -hmm. And you need a car. Mm -hmm. So you're going to get some tickets. (laughs) Next up, red receipts on your text oh. phone. On your text phone. <laughs> on your text phone. That sounds like I have two phones, and I don't. This is my text phone. This is my call phone. <laughs> this is the one I use social media for. My text phone. Um, yeah, what is a tip on red receipts? Ooh, it's very you – could, you could really get caught up in that when ego comes into play. Ooh. I've definitely tended to get a little butt hurt if, uh, yeah. especially if you send like a risky message. Oh man! Or you put okay. yourself out. Is not like risky, not risky, <laughs> risky in like a, a, yeah. a risky way, but more just you know, more vulnerable. Right. When it's not just like, what are you eating? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're kind of like, I'm in love with you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's how you tell people via text. <laughs> Hopefully not. Um, <laughs> but no. Uh, I it's definitely easy to get caught up. I'm reading a book actually. Mm-hmm. It's called The Four Agreements. <gasps> I have this book. It's amazing. I'm I've never read it. With it. One of the agreements is to not take anything personally. Oh, lol. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> and it's easier said than done. Well, sure. But it's so real and it's it's like there it's just uh, the ability to just let go of your ego and to also realize like who knows? They could have got caught up or totally. they just don't want to write you back. But it's like ultimately what 
can you do about that? Yeah, truly nothing. Nothing. There's... Yesterday, this is so... Yeah, yesterday, I did nothing wrong to one of my friends. Uh-huh. And so, and she was busy. And so I, I called her, though, like, in the middle of the day. Yeah. And she would usually answer or text me back right away and uh-huh. didn't. And then, like, at 7 p.m., I called her again. No answer. And then I texted her. And I was like, are you alive? And right. then I was, like, racking my mind through, like, anything that she could be mad about. And I was like, oh, maybe, like... Three years ago, she remembered this, and now she's mad at me for it. Right. And I'm like, <laughs> she was busy. She was in acting class. Like, right. it's fine. Right, right, right. But, like, I have to make up all these stories to why I'm yeah. in the wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's horrific. Yeah. I, yeah, I go down, like, the rabbit hole of, like, what I could have done, what I said wrong. Absolutely. It's so sad. I should read this book. It's a great book. I'll read it. They have another, I think the the same author did a couple other books that are, like, the mastery of love, I think, uh, and like a couple more things like that. Uh, I could be very wrong. Yeah. Um, I should research things before I open my mouth, but I <laughs> am already doing this. Right. No turning back. <laughs> um, that's good. Don't take it personally. I would love if I put don't take it personally on my to do list for every day for the rest of my life, I still would never get there. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's a lot to do. Oh my gosh. I think my tip for red receipts is you should only have them. If you're a mom, dad, sister, brother, mm. if you're family or in a position of authority, like a manager or an agent or something mm-hmm. where like someone's counting on you for something, mm. then have your red receipts on. Ooh. If but you're my friend, having don't on? have my red receipts on. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, let me know that you saw it if I'm asking you, like, did you get my pitch for this right. show idea? But like, I don't want to know. If my friend Sally saw it, because yeah. I know she's already mad at me. Right, right. And that hurts. Some of my friends, though, they have their read receipts on to be petty. And I'm like, for why? Oh, that's funny. I know. In a mean way. In a mean way. That's mean. I don't agree with it. You know what's also hurtful? What? <laughs> <laughs> Is on Instagram, you can see oh. when people saw it, because it oh. says seen. I know. That's, even that's worse. horrible. That's even worse than red. Right. Well, the red one is like, oh, red at 732, right. and it's now two years later. Very specific. But like on Instagram, it's like, yeah, I saw this. Right, right, like, right, lot, right. When I do it, it's like I'm driving a lot of times. So like my friends will send me stuff, whether it's like a, a message or mm-hmm. like a meme, and I'm driving, and so I'm like mm-hmm. I open it and I close it, and then I forget. Uh. But then like why can't I think that when I send something? Right, right, right. It's like oh maybe they were doing what I was doing. Absolutely. And now I'm mad. But you're like they hate me. Right. That's what this is. And it's is. never that people never hate you, which is I know what I need to learn because I'm always like oh they hate me. Right. No, they're living their own lives. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, so that's our, our red receipt tip. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> do you have a tip on reality TV? Ooh, like, uh, oh. Maybe like watch it or don't or how to watch it or mm. like what it pairs best, what food pairs best while watching reality TV huh. or a good show. You know what? I used to really be into the VH1 dating shows when I was younger. Oh, like uh, Next? Like Flavor of Love Is that- and like Ray <laughs> J. That was it, oh, New York. She was the best. Um, I got into Keeping Up with the Kardashians a while ago with oh. my mom. I don't watch it anymore. Okay. Is it still on? Is it? I think it is. It's. I think it'll be on forever. I'm not sure. Whoa. What if it is forever? The Kardashians are forever. <laughs> oh, my. They're the first robots. <laughs> yeah. Um. I, I would say... Mm. I mean, I don't really know a lot of people who take reality television serious. Yeah. I don't think anyone. Yeah. I mean, maybe... Possibly. Yeah. 
Maybe. Like the people that go on The Bachelor. Some of them are self-aware. I remember watching The Bachelorette and having one, or I don't know, which what what's the one that has the girls going for the guy? The Bachelor. The Bachelor. Yeah, because it would be the guy. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Learning as we're going. Yeah. Um, and there was one girl that I was like, I was watching it with another person, and we were like, this girl definitely is only on the show in order to like get a following so she could like make her own thing. Right, right. Because the way that she was doing some stuff, we were like, oh, this is so tactful. Right. Like, you're you have intention right, right, for right. all of this. And some girls, like, just really want to be in love. Yeah. So it's like, I, I bet some people take it seriously and some people are just trying to, like, climb that ladder. Absolutely. Yeah. But I would th- say tip. My tip, I would say don't take it too serious. I don't know how helpful it will be to your life. But we sure. all have, you know, uh, what's the word? When you indulge in something, you're, oh, guilty pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> It's something you're guilty about, and then I found it. Um, yeah, we all have guilty pleasures. Um, I would say just take it for what it is. Take it with a grain of salt. Yeah, totally. I think my tip would be, um, what's a good reality show that I've seen? I mean, I really love scripted series, which so is really hard. Uh-huh. But I did watch The Bachelor, so I, I guess if I'm talking about how I watched reality TV, uh-huh. I would get a bottle of wine, Oof. get a friend, yes, get food yes and watch like five Mm -hmm. and then never watch it again Mm. (laughs) because it's too much much. unless finish the series and then like go read a book or something or like go outside there needs to be a balance (laughs) yeah (laughs) i remember we were watching the bachelor for so many episodes and then we were just like what is our life (laughs) like there's nothing else that exists besides this Uh we were super engulfed in it and then like we tried to watch another season and then we're just like this is the same thing again and like i can't like do we already see this right it's so hard to even wrap your mind around so that's my tip on reality tv (laughs) i'm gonna end all of them like that so that's the tip it's like a bad (laughs) stand-up that's like that's my bit on carrots. Uh, okay. <laughs> on to the next, next one. <laughs> next <laughs> joke. <laughs> um, tip on sun or snow. Do you have a tip for either or both? Ooh. Um, I know which one. I'm not, I like the sun more. I know Me that. Too. Um, Florida s- girls. Yeah. I would say snow is a great opportunity to play with layers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We love- that was going to be my tip. Ah. Okay. So if someone layering... In the snow, uh-huh. what's like a good go-to outfit? Ooh, <laughs> I I like a good um, infinity scarf. Okay, I like those. Um, those eat me alive. Do they? I look I like get Mike Wazowski I... with an infinity <laughs> scarf. <laughs> it's just one eyeball, it's just my head. <laughs> I get, I get, you know, a thin one though, like okay. a, a nice black, thin infinity scarf. Um, what's what's popping right now? Like, uh. Big vests, like puffer vests, are kind of mm. in. I like those a lot. Yeah. Like a turtleneck situation. Yeah. I live in a turtleneck. Ooh. So classy. I love them. I love it. They look good with everything. I... Everyone looks good in a turtleneck, too. Right. Sometimes they're itchy. <gasps> you got to get better turtlenecks. Better, better turtlenecks. Dude, wool um, is the worst. Yeah. The worst fabric. Sometimes I'll be shopping, and I'll be like, that's a cute sweater, and I'll look at it, and it'll say wool, and I'll go, ugh, Not and me. I'll walk away. Like, I have such disdain for wool. Mm. It hurts so much. Mm-hmm. Something that I have come to realize in my cold uh, experiences, because I don't experience them a lot because I live in Florida, I have like a go-to jacket, though, that I rock Ooh. with everything, but it's it matches everything. 
I think that that's your best bet, especially when you're traveling, because I yeah. can't fit a lot of jackets. Although I'd love to. I'd love to have like <laughs> One a- day, I'd love to fit a jacket. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to have a plethora of jackets in my suitcase. Yeah. But um, I ha- you know, I got, got one big black one, and mm-hmm. it just works with, with everything. Okay, so get a go-to big yeah. black jacket. Black one. That's maybe. good. My tip <laughs> for sun, sun is wear SPF every day. <gasps> I was just in Paris and I got this <gasps> thing that they don't have here yet unless I'm an idiot and just like haven't looked everywhere in uh. Ulta. But like they have like a spray SPF. Do they have that here? I'm not it's like sure. Sp- like, but not like um, not aerosol, not like uh, not copper tone. I'm going to the beach, right, kids. Right, like right, I don't right. want to touch you. Like it's like a like a. I guess over there it's normal, but over here it would be like high end. Like sometimes, oh. like the French are cray. Right. Z. Right. Oh my god! The fact that They're I cray. wanted to just say cray. <laughs> oh my god! That's my 2009 versus 2019. <laughs> They're cray cray. The French are crazy because they have like in their cosmetics they have chemicals that aren't allowed over here for some reason oh. and they work better for your skin so i like went to a drugstore and like went to town i got everything that i could and they have like this oil type of spf that smells really good because you know like sunscreen smells like sunscreen yeah, yeah, yeah but they have this thing where it's just like i spray it three times on my face and i'll never not wear spf and that's so important wow. every single day to wear spf and a lot of times when it's the liquid version i'm just like i don't care enough and right, i know right, i right. should but with the spray <laughs> uh, it's so easy to take care of yourself uh-huh so take care of yourself yeah i've never i've never worn sunscreen marley i know i know I'm like, I, I rely on my black side and I'm like, I don't burn, but I do sometimes. <laughs> but you can't. I know. You need. I need to. I need to start Promise young. Promise me you'll do that tomorrow. SPF. Every day. Every day. Wake up, SPF. Wake up, SPF. That's the uh, Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> wake up. Wake. <laughs> Remix for sun, sun care. <laughs> okay. I, 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 I can you get with that. You have to. I can get with it. You better, or else your skin's going to fall off your face. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm going to be like 40, or no, that's not too old. I'm going to be like 60, (laughs) and I'm like, I should have listened to that. I should have. You will probably be fine. Like, most, like, white people are (laughs) in um, more of a predicament than we are, but we still have, like, a little bit in us. Right, right, right. So that little bit is going to crack. Little little bit. Black don't crack, but... (laughs) But why do a little bit? <laughs> but why do a little bit? Um, okay, that's our tip. Wait, that's your line. That's our tip. Wait, is that was I was yeah, that? That's our tip for sun and snow. Right, right. Next up, auditions. You have a tip for an audition. Quick tip. Ooh. One one piece of advice you could give anyone auditioning. Um, don't compare yourself to anyone because other people are already doing that. They're the judges. Right. <laughs> Someone's doing it for you. <laughs> Why do the job twice? Right. Absolutely. That's good. That's a hard one, mm-hmm. but that is good. Do, going into auditions for acting is so different than Ooh, dancing yeah. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah. like, with dancing, it's just like you got a body. You're kind of five four. Right, come right. in. But yeah. like with acting, like it's so funny. You see this in TV shows all the time. Uh-huh. It's like. People, the same people are coming in. It's like, oh, we're just a bunch of twins or like the same breed of human. Right, right, like right, we right, all right. have got brown hair. We all are right. this height. We all are wearing the same thing yeah, because yeah, we yeah, think yeah. this Wendy's commercial, we have to wear red. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's so intense. That's good. Don't compare yourself. My tip for auditions, let's see what this would be. I haven't auditioned in a while because I hate it. Um, it's not my favorite. 
I would, I mean, like, this is the same thing as, like, have fun again. Uh-huh. Just, like, no one cares. I mean, yeah. this is also, like, really bad, but, like, you're probably not going to get the job. Right. But, like, if you think that you're not going to, you don't have anything to lose. Absolutely. If you went in there, it's also, like, being on the other side, like, I've had to audition people, uh-huh. and the people that are, like, desperately needing it or wanting it, it's like, whoa, this is really intense yeah. for you. And so, like, you don't <laughs> want to, to be that person. Right, also, right, right, right. on the other side of it. You're, we're usually looking for like something pretty specific. So yeah. if it's not you, it's not because it it's yeah. not you. Yeah, There's yeah, been yeah. so many like of my actor friends that are like, yeah, they're looking for someone like blonde and five eleven, and they're like four feet. And, right. But then they're like, but I can change their mind because like I'm such a good actor. Ooh. I'm like, regardless of if you're Meryl Streep or not, like if they're not <laughs> looking for Nicole Kidman, like you're hey. not gonna get it. Just, like it's yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not about your talent sometimes. It's about right. the way you look a lot of the time. It, a lot of the times it's about the way you look. I, I definitely learned that early on. Um, even just kind of seeing the people who would get jobs over me, I would get like upset about it. And then mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, but I wasn't it. Yeah. Um, and it, it's a lot of the times didn't have to do with talent. A lot of the times. Yeah. So. Majority. Majority <laughs> of the time. Okay. Good. That was our tip on auditions. (laughs) Okay, let's talk about cats. One quick tip on cats. You just got a cat. I did. How's it going? It's going well. Um, My cat is warming up to me as the days go on. I (laughs) wish that my cat was more affectionate, like your cats. I only have one that's affectionate. Oh, okay. The other one is probably... What's your cat's name? Luna. Oh, cute. Yeah, she's kind of... She's chill. My... Oh, it's a girl. Yes. That's probably why. Really? My girl cat is the most aloof I've ever seen. Really? Yeah. She um she barely likes anything. She huh. runs away all the time. And uh. like that's another friend of mine before I got cats was like, you have to get the opposite sex cat. So like oh. if you have guys come over, maybe they'll the Luna will be more receptive to them. For some reason, I don't know if it's the same in your experience, but like my friend had a a dude cat. <laughs> Dude, and he was so affectionate and crumbs my dude cat is way like way better of a cat yeah sorry yeah, yeah. lavalier if you're listening <laughs> also like you put this on yourself right right, right. but yeah maybe yeah. it's because she's a girl my cat is she's sweet uh, she takes some warming up to newcomers i think i do think that she likes girls more i think she oh. like i don't know what it is she was just in heat for the first time oh do you know what that is? Oh, I thought you meant she was just hot. Oh, no. What it's is like, this? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. What is it? So it's like when a cat... I was like, I guess it has been, like, raining a lot. Right, right, right. So, like, cats have needs, you know? Uh, and so, basically, they're just freaking out, and they really need to get get it on. Wait, really? Yeah. And so, my it, like, they start meowing the strangest noises you'll hear. Like, what kind? Like, they sound almost human. It's weird. Like a moan, almost? No, it's just more of, like, a cry for help. Like, I don't know what they need, but they need it. (laughs) Me! (laughs) No, but she was freaking out. But I think through that and through us just kind of, like, consoling her, she's really... she She grew closer to my mother. Wait, so I've got so many questions. I don't know fully. A couple follow-ups. Uh-huh. So how long was she wailing before you were like, we got to do something about this? Well, they said it's really nothing we can do, but just try to help her out. Oh. Um, but 
they said it could last up to like 10 days. It lasted, I would say, like maybe for like four or five. So you went to the uh, the vet like pretty soon? No, we did. It, they, it's nothing we can do. Like, oh, you um, just Googled it. Yeah, we didn't do anything except for just pet her. Like yeah. she really just there's she kind of just has to deal with her needs and and th- them not happening and oh my god oh my and god then she's this fine. is so sad yeah it's really actually so sad <laughs> and, and then, then she was like fine not. after a few days but like she like sh- she would shake like it was bad whoa yeah I wonder if Lavalier went through that she was very vocal for a bit that might have been I- it. And then you just let them, like, do their thing. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's not like cats are like, I need a spouse to fall in love with or, you know. <laughs> so they – but they have to have kittens occasionally. So she was freaking out. Is this even the same when they get neutered and spayed? Will they still have this? Or I is... don't know. That would be good to know. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll have to look it up. <laughs> Wow, that's so... Well, I'm glad that she's better. Right, she's back. What was the tip? <laughs> Let them do their thing when they're in heat? Right. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, gosh, I wish I... I don't know anything about cats. I Me truly, neither. like... I was at the shelter and it just happened. Like, it right. really wasn't thought out. So I, I don't know if my um, tip... I, I, I would like to know when they're going to stop being hungry. Like, <laughs> I... <laughs> This one's less of a tip and more of someone please tell me what's going on because I feed them uh-huh. all the time. But when I open up food, it's like they've never eaten before. Huh? Oh, yes. Is absolutely. that the same for you? Yeah. yeah, yeah I yeah. wonder if it's when they're kittens, they're like that. And when they grow older and accustomed to eating and not thinking they're because they're also shelter kittens. So like uh, right. they were always like didn't know they're going to eat. Right. But like, girl, I got you. But <laughs> when I'm trying like chilling. To- yeah. I had a, I have a wild cat too um, that these these people just found, and so yeah, every time we bust out the uh, the the wet food, she freaks yeah. out. Oh my gosh! When I open the can of oh, anything, I have to like scream. Like I always start like belting out. <laughs> my neighbors are like, "Why is she singing abruptly out of nowhere?" Just so that the cats can't hear the opening oh, of the can. Okay. They freak. Yeah. I want. I really want them to stop freaking. My, my, we kind of like it because we're like, oh, she's showing us attention. Oh, <laughs> finally. That's really good. You just like sleep with food on you so that we she should. Like... <laughs> That's a lot. I would, I, when people come over to my house and we have food, it's like so annoying and I feel oh. so bad because they have to like push them off and oh. some of them are allergic and so they're scared to push them off. So I have to stop eating oh, and tend to that. It's the worst. That's a lot actually. No allergic friends, 2019. <laughs> you have to be take a to Claritin cats, right when you walk in. <laughs> Not a Claritin. <laughs> okay, our last tip is on Florida. Ah. What's the best quick tip you can give about Florida? Either living there, visiting there, the heat, the humidity, mm. anything. It's very humid. It's so human. You just go there prepared to not be able to breathe at first. Don't straighten your hair ever. Absolutely not. <laughs> Never straighten your hair. Never. Yeah. it's It definitely feels like a weight vest when you walk out of the airport. Yes. Almost at all times. Yeah. Okay. That's a good tip. Don't straighten your hair. <laughs> My hair also grows like 
10 times it's it, it, what it is right now. When I go into new places, my curls are popping. Florida, it's it's not it. I'm, it's, I'm full fro. I can't believe anyone that looks put together in Florida because how is your hair together and how is your makeup not sliding onto the ground? Always. <laughs> Just one, like, Florida's humidity is like, nature's Neutrogena makeup wipe. It is just like, <laughs> you're done. Right. No, just walk really fast and yeah. it'll do its job. Get on. Uh, that's really good. I think my tip on Florida is go to Jeremiah's Italian Ice. Ooh, yeah. Oh, baby. That's a good, that's your, that's your thing. Yep. Oh, that's, I will never not go to Florida and not get that. Uh-huh. Even when I'm in Jacksonville where they don't have a Jeremiah's, uh-huh. I drive. Really? Like 40 minutes nice. to get a Jeremiah's. Jeremiah's is a good one. It is the best. They don't have it out here. They only have it in Florida. Isn't that weird? We also have Publix. Yes. Publix is dope. Publix is pretty cool. It's so clean. Got great two-for-one deals. And the subs are awesome. Uh-huh. It's like, it's the best. It's <laughs> like, the, I feel like it's like the Chick-fil-A of... <gasps> Supermarkets. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Go it's to Publix one. for sure. Go to Publix. Okay. I think we did it. Marley, uh-huh. thank yeah. you so much. Thank you. For donating not only your time, but your wisdom. All of your wisdom for being 19, you should be proud of yourself. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I'm, tr- I'm just trying my best. <laughs> really, really good. Uh, where can we find you on the internet? Um, all of my socials are Marley Hightower. Um, Hightower is just like how it sounds. And then we've got M-A-R-L-E-E. M-A-R-L-E-E. E-E. M-A-R-L sounds crazy. I've never heard that put together. I was like, M-A-R-L. for a second, I was like, what did you just <laughs> what, say? What was that? <laughs> Spelling my name. <laughs> People want to go with the E-Y usually, you know? Oh, yeah. That would make sense. So we got to clarify. I like the E-E. Thanks. I'll tell your parents. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you have a sticky situation or burning concern, email us at justatipshow at gmail.com and be sure to sign off sleepless in Seattle style so we don't out your true persona. Double points if you mention your age because that helps us out so much more than you would ever know. Also, rate us five stars because life is hard and we're all just trying to make it so intensely and we'll remedy that five stars on Apple Podcasts. Bye. Hey, Millie Rock out of here. <laughs> that was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>